Well, it's over. The Sky Clark era of Illinois basketball has come to an end <laughs> as Craig has properly recruited Sky to the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, I'll gladly take him down here. I'm sure you will. I'm sure that'll go very well. Uh, yeah, it's over. Illinois basketball uh, falls in the first round of the tournament as expected to Arkansas. 73-63. Was that the final score? Yeah. That dunk didn't count. I just won some points. I just you won, won a money. square. I won a square. Morgan won a I square. I honestly didn't even realize that. Uh, great. I got something out of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is an Illini post-game show from No One Asked Us. He's Craig. I'm Logan. Um, follow us. Share us. Like us. Get in the chat. Say what's up. See, Tell us how you're feeling. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, I know we have several of them. Uh, I don't think we're going to try to... Um, spend too much time talking about this season as a whole. We can do that later. I don't think we need to spend much time talking about what's next. We can do that later. Uh, all we're going to talk about today is the abysmal showing um, on the court in Des Moines, Iowa uh, this afternoon. Craig, um, how, how do you want to start this thing? You, you got thoughts off the top? Um, this is the most excited I've been after a game in a long time because I don't have to watch that <laughs> shitty basketball team in, anymore. I don't have to put up with it. I don't have to ruin my night anymore. I don't have to stress over or get nervous over a basketball game for eight more months. I could just watch the rest of the tournament, not worry about this team getting down 20 or 17 to a team that's just as good as them or just as bad as them, however you want to look. I just don't have to worry about watching these average-ass basketball players take the court anymore. Yeah, yeah, Uh, that's that's – you echo the sentiments of uh, Illini fans everywhere. Uh, this is an Illini team that peaked in November and never really uh, came anywhere close to that same level of talent and and uh, success on the court. Um, and it finally came to a close um, today. Uh, not much positive to take away from this. Terrence Shannon, 20 points. Good for him. Um RJ had 10. That was nice to see. Uh, Coleman had 10. I mean, I think the, the thing um, that I that I that stuck out to me was with nine minutes to go in this game, Brad went with a lineup of all guys that are got a good chance to be back next year. Uh, yep. Terrence Shannon, Matthew Meyer, Coleman Hawkins were not on the court. Matthew Meyer did hardly play at all in the second half. We could talk about him. Um, uh, granted, no, eventually Coleman and Shannon came back into the game and kind of helped pull them back into what ended up being a closer game than it should have been, honestly. Um, but I thought that was telling. I thought going with that lineup of it was Dane and Goody and Melendez and Ty Rogers and Sincere Harris. That was the lineup he had out there for several minutes. And that was the lineup that started to kind of put things together towards the end. Now, obviously it wasn't enough, um, but it is what it is. We can move on from, from this. Um, yeah, Matthew Meyer uh, was was just abysmal. And I'll, I'll say this. I was listening to uh, another Illini show. I believe it was uh, Illini Inquirer podcast at one point. And I heard uh, Jeremy Werner drop the line, something about do Terrence Shannon and Matthew Meyer need to play in God mode or something in order to win this game? And that stuck out to me because I thought when he said, I don't remember if he asked that question to somebody or who, whatever. I just thought, I, I don't think that's necessary. I don't think this is a game that they need to they need to be at that level. Matthew Myers needed to show up. I mean, 
I mean, I get it. Everybody has bad days. I don't know what his problem was today. Uh, he was 0 for 6 from the field. He was 0 for 5 from 3. He made two free throws. Those were his only two points of the game. He hardly played the last 15 minutes of the game. Um, he's been your second best player all year, and that's that's the showing you get. And when you need a win or you're done, like that's just that's the most frustrating part. And again, I understand guys have bad days. I don't know what his deal was. You know, everybody is um, free to have their own issues or whatever. But like. You can't have that. You just can't. It was bad. It was all yeah. For for as good as Matthew Meyer was all season and being the second best player and keeping them in games and winning games and making being one of the only players that can shoot a three. I am so glad he's gone. I think he brought this team down a lot. They touched on it in the broadcast. He left Baylor because he felt like he was going to be boxed in to 17 to 20 minutes and not be able to expand his role, which he came here to do, which he did. But I think that bogged Illinois down exponentially at times. And he tried too hard to be that guy. I think him gone or him not playing would have been, um, who was the other guy? Was it Pete Nance? Was it Pete Nance and Matthew Meyer were kind of the two transfers yeah. on the same lines. I didn't watch enough UNC to see if my, if Nance played any better or whatnot, but Sure, Illinois needed Matthew Meyer, but I think Matthew Meyer caused a lot of the problems with this roster this season. Although he was, yeah. he was great. I want to preface that he was great for most of the season, but in certain situations when Meyer went in the I got to get mine mode, it really bogged this team down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to dwell on it because we've talked about it a lot, but this team had no leadership. I mean, the, the point guard situation is its own animal, but this team had no leadership. From the very beginning, I don't know how badly Terrence Shannon or Matthew Meyer really wanted to be here or really wanted to lead. I think they both wanted to be playing professionally. They were told that they weren't quite to that level yet. Brad Underwood came in and said, I will help you get there. And they took that. I don't think they really cared as much about uh, the success on the court. I, I never got that impression. And like, I feel bad saying that because like, I could be totally wrong. And if I am like, whatever but like i just i never got that vibe and it didn't help that neither of them really carried leadership qualities <laughs> it was very abundant on the court all season long i mean there's a lot of issues that go into this we've talked about the point guard thing we've talked about the basketball iq thing so there's a lot of factors here um but he just especially tonight just didn't look like he wanted to be there didn't it just didn't seem like he cared and it wasn't until the very end of this game this team had any sort of urgency or felt like anything was on the line. Like it, that literally did not kick in until like the last like 10 or so minutes. And I think it was, it was when that, that lineup was on the court that I, that I referred yeah. to that lineup of guys who are going to probably be around next year for the most part, you know, you might lose one or one of them or something, but like yeah. the other three are, are gone. Like there, there's no chance. Matthew Myers obviously gone because he doesn't have any more eligibility left. Terrence Shannon's most definitely gone. And Coleman Hawkins is also most likely gone. So, you know, I, I they they seem to care more when they had that other lineup on the floor. Um, also credit to the fact that a couple of those guys had been on this team for several, been a, at least for a couple of years. Um, yeah. Whatever. Um, I mean, 
this probably isn't the best comparison because these are two really good Big Ten players, but they're two of my least favorite players ever. You probably know them. They're Big Ten opponents. One graduated last year. One graduated this year. Yes, I know who they are. Brad Davidson and Hunter Dickinson. I hate their Correct. stinking guts, but give me Correct. five of those players yes. as opposed to the five that Illinois trots out. The five, the roster right. this year just didn't want to be there. They showed no effort, no leadership, no energy. Luke Goody did at the end of the year. Luke Goody was diving on the floor. Ty Rogers dives on the floor, makes hustle plays. Sincere Harris is a spark plug. But those aren't the guys that are going to be out there for 35 minutes a game. Those guys play 20 to 25 minutes. Your guys your that are out there for didn't 30. Care. Exactly. Your two best Give players. Give me some emotion. There. Your two best players are there to try to improve their draft stock. And as, yeah. unfortunately, when it comes down to it, your draft stock doesn't really hinge much on how much your college team wins or loses. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, their draft stock is going to be what it is. Like, they're going to just. Or how you actually play because Coleman Hawkins is being talked about as being the draft pick and he had seven freaking turnovers tonight. Look at his tape, and he's not an NBA player, but he's in mock drafts. He does a lot of things right, and I know I know the turnovers are a problem, and I know there, I know there are a lot of issues with Coleman Hawkins, but he does a lot of things right too. And I, I don't want to, I don't want to totally. Um, I, I yes, I know the turnovers were an issue. The turnovers were an issue in general. This team had uh, what was the total tonight? Seventeen, 17. turnovers. They made twenty field goals. They made t- three more field goals than they had turnovers. I don't usually look at that number. Like I don't oftentimes compare those two statistics, but that can't be good. <laughs> that can't be good. Um, I don't know. It was this was Arkan- an Arkansas team that on paper was about as carbon copy as you could get of this Illinois team. Um, the difference was Illinois had a little bit more tournament experience. Well, at least with two players. No, I shouldn't even say that. They had a couple. Illinois' best players were older, or er, er, Arkansas's best players were freshmen. Um, but obviously tonight, the freshmen were better, and Arkansas was better, far and away. Um, Illinois was 6 for 22 from 3, which is just on par for the rest of the year. Uh, 17 for 26 from the free throw line, 20 for 52 from the field. As I already said, 17, 17 turnovers. Um Whatever. I, I don't I don't even know that we need to go over all the stats here. RJ Melendez, I think, was the best part of this game. He was mm-hmm. a player that I, I thought he got been, a technical. <laughs> I thought he did too. I, I <laughs> soon and I tweeted it out like if I were RJ Melendez, I would never dunk a ball in the tournament game ever again. Um because he hung on that rim three times longer than he did last year yeah. during the tournament game when he got whistled for the technical. Um yeah. He was he was really the lone. I mean, yes, Terrence Shannon had twenty points. He was obviously the leading scorer in the bright spot for Illinois. But as far as as far as anything else is concerned for the future of this program, RJ Melendez with ten points, six rebounds, three assists, and a steal, and zero turnovers. <laughs> Good for him. Like, Something to build on. Could use that a lot more. Um, I know you've been flashing some of the chat up. Do you have any of these things you want to you want to stop and? Or, talk about or you're just trying there to was one these people up here um thank you michael. all for being in the chat yeah. appreciate you being here michael can't believe many of those uh so arkansas not called Go didn't on. bring this up to complain about the refs brought this up to 
bring to the fact that I think the Big Ten way of officiating causes a lot of the NCAA tournament deficiencies because Arkansas was very aggressive and Illinois did not know how to handle it because in the Big Ten, those are called fouls. Today in the tournament, they're not because the Big Ten is so stingy and will call anything. I think that has something to do with the lack of success of the Big Ten in the tournament. So not calling the refs' fault today. Didn't I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. I just think in the tournament it's different, and the Big Ten teams aren't used to it because their game is officiated a little bit differently. Yeah, that's been an ongoing theory for a little while as to possibly why the Big Ten continues to struggle in the tournament. Uh, don't know if that's the only reason, but yes, I, I do think there is something something to that. Um, what else? There was something else in here. Hold on. Any Hold other, on. Anybody else in the chat? Again, if you're here. Thank you. Uh, get in the chat. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, maybe we'll we'll get you in here, and and uh, I'm sure we have other things we can discuss as well. But I don't know I what else to say. It. There's not much else to say about this. Um, this was just a another bad showing for Illinois, and it's unfortunately how the season how the season ended. Um, outside of this game, it's been a pretty wild day of basketball. Two, I started off two really big hot. Upsets already. Yeah, I started off really hot, and then the last – I mean, here I had Arizona going to – I had I did have Furman, and Let's then one of my pools we do upset special where you designate a game and you get the differential of the seeds as your point. So it's a first-round game, oh. so it's normally one point. But since Furman was 13 and Virginia was 9, and I designated that, I'll get nine points for that win. So I, I called that one, um, but I had Arizona in the championship. So uh, – yeah, that's, that's great. not good. Here we go. We'll just start talking. Michael, again, besides a point guard, do we need a big center next year or do we stay, stay small there? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I don't exactly know. I know you've, we've talked on this a little bit. I know you kind of laid out a, a plan. Um, I don't really know what the answer is. And I'm not sure. I don't think Brad it's top priority. Either. No, it's not. I'm not sure that Brad knows exact. Well, I shouldn't say that. He probably has an idea what he wants to do, but just the roster construction in general, I think, is going to have to be a little bit different. Um, I don't think a big center needs to be a top priority, as you just said. I, I do think Dane Danger is a legitimate post presence. Um, is he the best post presence you can throw out there? No, probably not. Uh, now, if he were to decide to leave for some reason, which he can't. Well, I guess he could, but he can because he didn't use his immediate. Yeah. Oh, I guess whatever. If he decides to leave, then yes, you can go after a big time post presence. But I, I don't think that you necessarily need to go that route uh, as your first priority. Um, I think as we talked about, I think point guard needs to be your first priority and somebody that can shoot (laughs) this team. um, Shooter. Point guard and shooter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, we can talk about the roster I mean, construction later, but um, I mean, I say this, that, like the portal is clearly already wide open. So like we could find out yeah. tomorrow that somebody's leaving. So maybe we do talk about this now while we're here. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think, as I said, I don't think getting a big center is priority one. I do think it's something that needs to be considered. And I do think they're going to need some, they're going to need depth there for sure. Uh, but I just, I don't know that I would totally, I'm ready. I don't think I'm totally ready to give up on Dane Danger in that position yet. 
He's only a freshman. He's a freshman. I've said it all year long. Freshman. He's a freshman. He's considered the, a sophomore, but he's a freshman. He's an undersized. The goal and the the goal and the objective of this sport is to put the ball through that rim. And Illinois was the in the Big Ten at doing that from behind the arc, the worst. Yep. And they shot the <clears throat> most threes. You got to make baskets to win basketball games, and this team was terrible at that. So point guard and shooters are one and one a, and then move on to your the rest of your roster. From Jeff, do you blame any of this on Brad for the team, for them playing with the lack of intensity? I I struggle with the notion that the coach it's the coach's job to get the players ready to play. It's it's the players. You got like you're the one preparing for the game. The coaches can't give you that emotion. You have to find that yourself. I don't blame Brad on them their lack of intensity. I blame Brad on the game plan. You know, and I do it every show. Get ready. The group chat. Um, this team was just as bad at shooting as Illinois, Arkansas, that is. Guard them that way. Guard them that way. Make them shoot threes. How many threes did they shoot? Probably like five, six, 11. Uh, they Arkansas. shot half the number of threes. Yes. That's where I kind of blame put some of the blame on Brad, you know, a little better scouting report, a little better game plan. Um, I, Oh, hold on. We might have some breaking news here. Or did you, uh, did you know this when you said Sky Clark to Louisville? No, I knew it. Tipton, Tipton tweeted it out literally seconds after the game ended. Okay. I didn't know yeah, that. that no, was I was legitimate. Okay. No, yeah, that is he official. Tweeted it out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally seconds after the game ended, Joe Tipton tweeted out the Sky Clark's going to Louisville. Yeah, I wasn't kidding. I didn't make that up. I right. that is a legitimate right. thing. Yes. Well, that's a good fit. But uh back to this. Uh no, I don't yes. blame Brad for the that is actual news. I um I like the assistant group that he's got, but there might need to be a, a shakeup because they need to get an exit to know a guy in there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I We've talked about it a lot, and I know that Brad Underwood, fire Brad Underwood, is the topic of conversation around Illini Lane, which I still think is crazy. Um, <laughs> I just think it's nuts, and I, I I understand the frustrations people have because everybody's argument is that this team hasn't made it to the Sweet 16, which, trust me, I get it <laughs> fully. I fully understand that, but I just – the Brad the, – the, the X's and O's and the roster construction are the two things that you can absolutely put on Brad Underwood. Now, he didn't exactly – he can't predict the future. You don't know everything about this team uh, when you're putting this roster together, but clearly uh, it was not built with um, certain things in mind, and that does go on him. But again, I, I know I, I'm not <laughs> – I'm just not to that point. You know, maybe give me a year or two. Maybe we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll join you all on that side, but – uh, no, I, no, I, I don't, the in game management. Yes. The roster construction. Yes. Partially, but the intensity thing, no, like they're just player. Like, your two most experienced players never acted like they cared never once. And you didn't have a leader. <laughs> you just didn't, mm-hmm. you know, there was the point where, and I texted you, you obviously didn't respond to me because you like to ignore me, especially during these games. But 
Um, I text. I only have one chat open during the game. It's our group chat. I don't text. I don't respond to anyone else during games. Oh, 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 oh. Not even the person you do a podcast with. Um, that's fine. Because I'm talking Whatever. to you after the game. Whatever. Um, but there was the point. I don't remember what point in the game it was, but Illinois had the possession, and Arkansas grabbed the ball, threw it away, and then the shot clock got reset, and then Terrence Shannon didn't realize the shot clock got reset yep. and just hurled up a shot because he thought he had three seconds left when in reality he had 20. That's a seventh grade That move. is the move. That's the point where not only is that stupid basketball, but that's also if somebody else is out there that like would have you know, mentioned something, said something. Yep. I don't know. It's just, it's just bad. Also a minute under two minutes left in the game, five point game. Coleman Hawkins is leading a fast break and the guy comes from behind and, and tips it out. Like you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know that. Uh, Todd Rucker should have gotten the bid instead of Illinois, the worst team I have ever seen considering talent level transfer portal has ruined college basketball. I will agree that considering talent level, this is the most disappointing season that I can remember in a long yeah, time. We talked about I that. I think after the Penn state big, big 10 tournament loss, this is like the most frustrating team that we've ever seen. Yeah. No, it's been as far as Rutgers getting the bid instead of <clears throat> Illinois. I don't know about that. I think Illinois did a, Barely enough yeah. to get in. I don't know that they deserved a nine. I think they should have been a ten or an eleven. But I do think Rutgers should have been in as well. Illinois was four has was four and seven since um, January thirty first. Yeah, they showed that graphic. Illinois they showed Illinois started the season like whatever it was, it just, and then they went on a seven one run, and then they went or they started the season like six and one, then they went on like a four and five stretch, and then they went seven and one. And then they were on a four and six stretch. It was like three different yeah. tiers here. It's just they frustratingly had more us to go ISO to the hole, even though they also shot badly. Yeah. And I don't want to harp on this because it wasn't as bad as the last two years. I don't think Illinois got a favorable draw. It's three years in a row that I don't think Illinois got a favorable matchup. Now, this is not to the extent of. No, uh, they can't. I, I, I mean, maybe, but like I, I don't, I don't know. know Arkansas I was an that. eight seed. Did you look at their record? I mean, they're they didn't have anything better about their record. Okay, than maybe Illinois that's did. not maybe that's not the way to say it. I mean, on paper, two guys yeah, they're drafted in the top ten. They were just as un they were just as unpredictable as Illinois was. I mean, Illinois everything was like thirty nine in Kim Palm. Arkansas was twenty. Every... The metrics loved Arkansas. I don't know. I don't Then somebody needs to change. Nobody likes, nobody likes any of this. So stuff. nobody likes the net. Nobody likes whatever. I, I don't the know. The net I, is awful. I don't the think net is this, awful. I don't think you can uh, totally say that as much about this, but whatever. Um, Here we go. Here's the first one. What else? Brad needs to be fired. No, he does not move on. Uh, Epson danger. Don't get playing time. And they have, or boosters that they're contemplating transferring already. Um, maybe, maybe I, I it wouldn't shock me, and I don't know how I'd feel about it. Um, all right, here's where I'm at, and I kind of alluded to this a show or two ago. Um, if you sit there and you look at the roster breakdown for next year, there are clear things that you need, and 
those clear things don't totally match up with what you already have. Um, so as I said earlier, I wouldn't recruit over Dane Danger if he wanted to stay. But if he wants to leave, I would go out and find somebody better than him because you can do that. <laughs> um, Jaden Epps, I can honestly kind of understand it. If he were to leave, I'm not saying I want him to leave because I think he's going to be a really talented player. And I think he could be a really talented player for this team. But the knock on Jay Nepps is that he is not a point guard. He is a combo. He is a combo guard that is not big enough to play the wing like Brad wants. And I I don't know I don't know how that fits because if he stays, which as I said I hope he does because I do think he's a really talented player. You're going to have to play him next to a point guard who is likely going to be similar in size to him. And I don't know how that works. I, I just don't. And I don't see him being the type of player that's going to want to come off the bench for as well as he played this year when he was healthy. So I don't know. I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know what you're saying there is true, but that wouldn't shock me for that reason. Uh well, we'll when see. was the game that Illinois was in Northwestern? Illinois made the comeback and Epps didn't stand up once while he was on yeah. the bench. Yeah. Love that. Love his game. Yeah, I don't know. Hope he stays, but don't love that attitude. Um, I, I don't know. Jinx 13, I just want to know where the five stars and upper four stars. Also, Tim Anderson was brought in because of his so-called development chops. Not impressed. Basketball IQ is low on this team. We've been saying it all year. There's The basketball IQ is worse than college basketball. I think Tim Anderson was brought in for his recruiting chops. Let's be honest. Yes. They can say all they want about it for his development chops. But, I mean, yes, that was certainly part of it because he did, he did have a decent track record of developing players. But he was there. He was mainly brought in to bring in Chicago talent. <laughs> yes, That's it. Which he has. Ryan Greathouse. Yeah, can Terrence Shannon yeah. come back for a fifth year or no? Yes. I think so. I don't he think can. he will. No. Um He's only played four years, and he played during the COVID year, so he could get his COVID year back, but I don't think – I think it. there's a better chance that Coleman comes back than I do Terrence. Yes. I don't think either of them uh, do, but I would put – Rory White. This kind of Coleman. ties in with the previous one from Jinx13. Michael, if the players continue to do the same stuff, dumb stuff every game, why doesn't the blame start going back to the coaches? So Matthew Stevens from Illini Guys just tweeted this quote from Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, five minutes ago. Shannon said – we needed to follow the game plan better. There was times the coaches would tell us what was going to happen, and then it would happen, and it would be because of our mistakes. We needed to follow our coaches' game plan better this year. That answers your question. You can't teach stupid. I mean, let's you just, can't fix it either. You can't fix it. Like I, I understand. Like I really do. I, I do understand that there is a large vocal. I don't know if it's large. There is a vocal population of this fan base that is adamant that Brad Underwood is not the answer. I understand where a lot of these things are coming from, but like you can't fix some of this stuff. You just can't. I, I don't know what he's supposed to do. Um, Terrence Shannon threw up a ball with 20 seconds to go on the shot clock because he didn't think to, I don't know. Nobody told him, nobody thought to look at it. I don't know. Like you just can't fix that stuff. You can't teach it either. Like it's, I don't know. I would take DeMonte's drastic offensive liability <laughs> over every one of the sense <laughs> to me every night. Um, yeah, no, I mean, this team desperately missed Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams. Um, I was going to ask, I'll ask you this. I thought about saving this for a later show, but 
if you could if you could choose a combination we'll just say five five players that you could have had on this team that are either on this team now or have been on this team in the past that would still have eligibility who would you have liked to seen what would have been your starting five obviously kofi is is an answer at center I'm not. You can't choose Trent. Okay. You can't choose Demonte. You can't choose players okay. that have graduated. You can choose um, Adam Miller. You can choose Cabello. You can choose whatever Grandison. Okay. Io would not have been here. No, Io would have used his four. Um, Curbelo. That's a good question. I mean, Curbelo. We don't know much about Adam Miller. Did he play this year? I don't. Not much. I don't. I don't know what's going on. With him. I don't know if Adam was healthy this year, or was it? He should have been because he sat out last year, right? No, he sat out last year, but I don't even know what his deal was this year. I don't know if he played this year. I mean, that's a question I'd have to think about. Um, what about Georgie? Did Georgie have eligibility? I don't know if he would have eligibility left this year or not. No, I Adam would, Miller because of Adam COVID. Miller. Okay, well, okay. I wasn't even considering Io, but okay, sure. Uh, Adam Miller this season, um, he did play in 33 games. He's averaged 11 points per game, 11 and a half points per game, one and a half assists, uh, 31.6% from three. That's not great. Um, I mean, I think Curbelo, it's the same ones. Curbelo to to at least run the point and have a point guard. Pajimski to have a shooter. Uh, I mean, Kofi, There's yeah. No size and defense in your backcourt. <laughs> if um, that's what you're rocking. I don't know. It's just a fun little exercise. I, you know, do yeah, you wish I you mean, had Grandison on this team? Do you wish you uh, had? I think Grandison and Grandison and Shannon and Meyer are like the same. They're like the same person. I don't think well, so. I think two of them are more talented than the third. But uh, where's Austin Hutcherson? Did he? Uh... He declared for the draft. <laughs> Yeah. All right. What else we got? Any other comments? Any other people? Uh, a lot of people, people. This is bumping. Yeah, a lot of people are uh, calling Brad out. Um, this talking point pisses me off. Somebody probably not a Andre Curbelo. I don't know where we're at here. I mean, Jinx 13's in here quite a bit. Shannon isn't a baller. Hawkins isn't a baller. Myers isn't a baller. Arnold Wood brags about recruiting dogs winners. Yeah, his teams. I thought about that. I don't think it, it wasn't this game. It was a couple of games ago, all off season, all off season. Underwood preached a couple different things. One of them was versatility, switchable, everything. The second one, which I meant to bring up at the top of the show, was that this roster was built for March. You played like two games in March, and you you went zero and two, bullshit. And the third one was their winners. All of them won in high school. All of them have won at their previous stop. Did this dispel that, that that matters? Does this dispel that whatever the, no, what's the word? Just fueling the anti-Underwood uh, argument. All you're doing. Well, I'm not, no, you're, you're meaning, not wrong. I'm not meaning man. to, no. but he went on all offseason about how every single player on this roster has won. They won in high school or they won at their previous school. It don't matter. It don't matter. I, I don't know. This is a whole new world with NIL and transfer in the transfer portal. Um, I I just I I just don't know 
when you're going to get a player that's going to be a real like leader. That's also going to be one of your best players. I, I, those things just, I don't know if those things will add up. I mean, if you can maybe get it out of Melendez or Goody next year, um, I mean, they can kind of take over those roles, but um, I think Goody could ask, be a really good leader. I think he can too. But if you ask me, if those are your better, I'm not saying they have to be your better players, but if those are your better players, you're probably in trouble. Um, I mean, I was very much pro RJ Melendez this offseason and throughout the season. I know he struggled, but like, I don't know if I see that. I, I don't know if he's going to be that guy. Um, he's certainly a great role player and is obviously capable of, you know, giving you points and he can be a shooter and he can do some things, but you know, Luke Goody can be, can certainly be a leader and he can be a three point weapon. I wish we had Luke Goody more this season. I mean, that, I think, you know, the two things that threw this roster off were Sky Clark and Luke Goody's yeah. injury. And no, I think it's, that's an obvious do. answer. Everyone knows yeah. that. But I don't that know really how this threw the roster off. I don't know how the season changes if those two things don't happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they both obviously threw everything into a funk. Um, when you lose, a, I mean, Brad said Luke Goody was a starter at the point, which he might have been in Brad's mind a starter to start the season. But um, yeah, when you. When both of those things happen, I mean, this team went several weeks without either of them. You know, after once Sky left and Luke wasn't back yet, there wasn't a ton there in that rotation. Um, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. <laughs> what else we got? Go ahead and read that one. Uh, I'm not an Underwood hater. I appreciate how far he's brought the program back, but in game adjustments are a flaw. And how many times can we hear the same post-game responses? Past teams equals Pat player coached. Um, so that yeah, last I mean, sentence that I was bringing yeah. this up for. Yeah. But that's built through Trent DeMonte. I guess those are the main two. Being there for four years, Trent starting for four years. This team didn't have that. So that's the difference there is that, yeah, Trent went through two of the worst seasons in Illinois basketball history. And yeah, it paid off his yep. final three. Um, but I mean, you had to fight through that. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that if Sincere, Ty, and Jaden make it to their senior year, they'll be just like Trent Frazier was. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's just how that happens. But they're not. This, team, so. this team just didn't have that. Yeah. This team had two seniors that were transfers who had never stepped foot on this campus before, had their next most experienced player played sparingly last season. Um, I mean, he played in times and spurts, but like there was a point in the season last year where Coleman was just non-existent from the rotation. And then you had RJ and Luke who didn't play a lot in most games. So there, no, this team just did not have those kind of players. So yeah, I mean, I think that's what part of this is too. That's not all Brad's fault. Uh, he, you can't do anything about some of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I saw this come across too. Yeah. Ty Rogers can start, can can start and run the point for team USA, but Underwood can't do the same from me at the beginning of this year. I would have given the top, given Ty the point from day one. Um, I don't know. But I don't know about day one. I would have. Yeah. I mean, I think think he was, Ty was the best to bring the ball up the court the last month. I, I would not be shocked if they move forward with, Ty Rogers maybe be the primary point guard because if you're able to do that, then that does free some other things up. 
is that the best option you can do? Probably not. Um, Cause I don't think that's who he truly is, but I think that gives you some more rocks roster flexibility. If, if he's able to do that. So they might try to give him a shot and see, see what he can do. Um, but they'll also probably have to make that decision sooner rather than later, because as I've already said, the transfer portal is wide open. So yep. who knows how are we feeling about the new recruits? Uh, there's talent, but I mean, I don't think either of them um, are going to come in and make an immediate impact. Uh, there no, there's no um, Nick Smith juniors on this team. I mean, there's none of that. I mean, you're, you might get some productivity, but they're not going to fill your gaps. They're not going to replace your minutes and your production from your two leading scorers. You're probably, I guess, three leading scorers um, after they leave. So I don't have anything negative to say about the freshmen, but you're going to need a lot more than that. Yeah. I mean, there's Dre Gibbs, Lawhorn, not going to come in. I, if anyone, he might be the one that comes in and makes immediate impact. His highlight could. from his senior season is – outstanding if you look at his twitter or on any of the youtube or twitter or wherever his highlight reel this season is awesome amani hansberry just won gatorade player of the year in maryland i think maryland that's right yeah, maryland. maryland um six eight i think he'll play but i i don't know i think i think lawhorn has a better chance to come in and then you got moretti who has been here for the second half of the semester that i don't know there, there will be more there will be many more recruits come in Josh Whitman is a superstar AD and he won't be afraid to can Brad. Sure. Not this year. Agree to the first point. <laughs> Disagree with the second. There's no I reason mean, to can he, Brad Underwood. He right may now. not he's be the four straight NCAA tournaments. He may not be afraid to can Brad, but he's not canning Brad right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is not happening. That's not happening this off season. If the next season or two are obviously worse and we're not moving in a positive direction, then yes. He will not be afraid to can Brad Underwood, but that's not happening this offseason. We need to move off of that right now. Uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's not working with Brad. Get it through your thick skull. Are you thick here. skull or does Brad have the thick skull? <laughs> or do you have the thick skull? I want to know who has the thick skull in this conversation. My argument here is that he didn't do the same thing ever, over and over. He tried to switch things up this year and it didn't work. Now, in game, I get the argument. You know, he did the same thing every game over and over. But as far as the roster and the program goes, he tried something different this year to get the March success, and it didn't work. So now this offseason is the key offseason to see how he goes about entering next season to see if he wants to go back to what he was doing, if he wants to continue down this path and maybe just find another point guard and a shooter and see if the whole switchability, you know, have five guys, six, six, and all the same guys works. This offseason is the one where things need to change or you need to figure something out. But I, that's my argument against this. Yeah, I'm with you. What else? What else? Any Anything? anything I'm just anything? throwing stuff. I, I don't have time to read all these. But After years of missing the tournament, this is our new floor. It's a very high, very nice carpet. Hashtag perspective. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, what what was the stat I said? We made Illinois made three NCAA tournaments in like a twelve year span. Now we've been to yep. three, should have been four in a row. Like yep. it's it's okay. Like we're back in the dance. We're we're consistently in and none of those we've been on the bubble. 
Like for three three years in a row, we haven't sweated out on Selection Sunday. It's nice. Enjoy I'm it. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, all right. What else do we need to talk about? You're just going to keep scrolling through these through um, the comments. We should mention women's basketball made the tournament. They did, and they lost. I did not they go. Um, what? Why? I've been, a, I've been a little under the weather, to be honest okay. with you. Um, Fair enough. So did not make it to the game last night. Um, kind of glad I didn't because it did not end very well. Um, yeah. yeah. Wasn't thrilled about it, but I made I made the smart choice. Um, but yes, their season also has come to an end. So basketball for Illinois is over. Uh, Northwestern yeah. is is holding the torch for the state. Um, yeah. But shout out to the women. Point. They had a fantastic yeah, season. It, a phenomenal I mean, year. I think most Illini Nation probably wish they could have swatched them more uh, because not a lot of women's games get on Big Ten Network. It's on Big Ten Network Plus and, and all that, and I don't think many people are subscribing to that. Um, so I didn't get to watch a ton of them. But um, I, Illinois Athletics did an article, and I did some sleuthing. Illinois is one of 14 Division One FBS programs to make both men's and women's NCAA basketball tournament and a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Only 14 of them. And there's like 130, I think, schools. So only 14 made the big three postseason events. And Illinois is in it for the first time in uh, twenty more than 20 years, I believe. First time since 2000, I think is what I said. So um, good time for Illini Nation. That, that goes uh, – his name has been mentioned on here a couple times. Shout out to Josh Whitman um, for doing that. Um, there is one on here. Jinx thirteen gave us a, a nice little shout out. I'm not going to bring it up. I'm not going to show it on here. Um, but Jinx thirteen giving us a shout out with saying we do a great job. Uh, so thank you for uh, appreciate you for Jinx. the kind words. Uh, well, I, I, some people talking about <laughs> some people talking about uh, Terrence Shannon now. Um, a couple of them here. Shannon should come back and learn how to use his right hand. Needs a year to improve his image. Um, I just don't, I agree. I don't think he's NBA ready. I don't, he didn't improve enough. I don't think this year to, to solidify his spot. I just don't see him coming back. I really don't. I don't, I don't see him coming back. I don't know if, I don't want to say, I don't think I would, I don't know if I'd want him back. I don't want to say that because that's, I don't know if that's what I mean, but I'm not sure if that's the better scenario for every, all parties involved um but i also agree with you i don't know that yeah he's quite ready but i think he'll go anyway yeah. honestly um rodnell frazier trent frazier's dad rodnell, hey guys, up, talk man? about someone else my son has gone support the team that's there now thanks <laughs> thanks for joining um your son's a great example so we're just trying to wish just trying to bring, a, bring an example around. here yeah i wish he was still around but yes um he would rub off on quite a few of these guys. I think there are guys that have Trent Frazier potential. Like I said, I think all the freshmen, if they stay for four or five years like Trent did, I think they will be very similar. But uh, Trent's a great example of what uh, I think most Illini fans want uh, from their players. Um, let's see. Do we want to keep going or do we want to shut it down? I mean, we've been talking for 45 minutes. We've been talking for a while. I think we can probably shut it down. We can do we can do a season recap later. Yeah. Oh, Gregory Helton, man, I'd love to have Jay Wright. Jay Wright's not leaving the booth, man. <laughs> not if leaving Jay the Wright, booth. 
if Jay Wright wants to come to Illinois, that's fine. And I would gladly take him. Brad Underwood would then, uh, if he didn't want to be Jay's assistant, which honestly he might, um, would find another top program to go to and take that team to several straight tournaments too. Um, will he take that team to a Sweet 16? I don't know, but you know, whatever. Uh, shout out Oakwood. Yep, absolutely, Chi-Town. Shout out Oakwood. Um, all right, let's shut it down. I think it's time. All right. I think I we've agree. been on here for Well, like Logan said, we'll do a actual episode here coming up because we haven't actually done an episode. We've just done these post games. We'll do one of those to wrap up the season, I guess. I just don't know when that's going to be. Probably we will I think do... both of us just want to sit and enjoy the next three days of the tournament Correct. before we do that. We will do an Illini season recap slash baseball season preview episode here very soon. Um not sure when, as Craig said, but uh, that will that will come here soon. Um, thanks again for everybody for tuning into these. Very, we really do appreciate much. it. Um, we started doing these last year, kind of periodically, and yeah. uh, they went really well. And this year, we really stuck to trying to do as many games as possible, uh, and we did. Craig even went solo on some games while I was uh, on <laughs> vacation. So, like. Good. That's awesome. Thank those you. Were probably our, those were probably our. Those were probably our best viewed shows, if we're being honest. Probably, honestly, probably <laughs> so. The fact that I wasn't, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they be? Um, but no, we've we've had a lot of fun doing this, and uh, we'll we'll plan on doing it again next year, assuming we're both in situations yeah. to do that. So we'll just have to see yeah. how the, the world works. But the live aspect was awesome. Everyone in the chat, I know yes. a lot of people didn't agree with all of our things we said, but. Um, it provided great conversation for us as opposed to me and Logan just going back and forth in our ramblings. Um, so yes. the live aspect was great. And there's one person to thank for that. He knows who he is. Uh, thank you for, for providing that to us. And I thought it went really well. So I, I hope you guys stick with us outside of basketball season when we're not doing these live post games, continue to, to watch our shows and everything because we like doing it and we hope you guys uh, do as well. So, yep. What he said, all right, we're going to shut it down here. Uh, final from Des Moines. Uh, Arkansas. Before we do, who oh. was? Let's talk your bracket because we didn't talk brackets after. Who oh. who did you have in the final four? Uh, the one that I tweeted out today. I mean, I you know, like everybody, I did like multiple brackets, but uh, the one that I was confident in. Uh, my four teams are still alive. Uh, Alabama. What? I've already lost one. Oh, Arizona? Yeah. Did you lose Arizona? My final four is still alive. Alabama, Duke, UCLA, and Texas. Yeah. I we had ended Arizona. Up having two of the three the same. Well, I had Creighton beating Arizona. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm, I'm, that's I'm, I'm all aboard the Jayhawk train, man. I, I don't... The worst part of the Arizona loss is, yes, it busted my bracket pretty much, but now Mizzou gets Princeton. So Mizzou is yeah. likely going to be a Sweet 16 team in the yeah, first year of their crappy ass coach. Yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah. Yep. All right. I, I had my final uh, four still alive. Oh, that's good. Who'd you have one in it? Bama. Texas. Texas. Okay, we have the same champ. I Bama. had, I had Arizona, Duke, Texas, and UConn, and I had Texas okay. beating Arizona. Okay. So, you you kind of talked me into the Duke thing. Um, after our selection show, I kind of wasn't in on Duke, but I, they're hot. They're hot. Yep. They're and, very hot. Uh, 
So I haven't gone all the way to the final four. Mainly the one I'm worried about there I don't is trust Purdue Kentucky. in that bracket. So. I have them beating Kentucky in the Elite Eight, and that scares me. But I guess we'll see. All right. We're going to thank you, everybody. Thank you again. 73 63 final. Um, he's Craig. I'm Logan. We'll be back for a regular show sometime here in the next few weeks. Uh, until then, go Illini. Peace. Peace and love. Thanks again. We'll see you later.